Welcome to this week's episode of the Ramblin' Runnels podcast, uh, hosted by Jesse Runnels, and I'm joined by my always lovely wife, Jillian Winters. Hello. Um, sorry folks, we couldn't keep up to everyone wanting to have the podcast on a Friday uh, due to extenuating circumstances. Just, we didn't really plan for Friday well enough so here we are yeah i just spring last minute plans on jesse and uh it doesn't usually yet work out so we're gonna have planning sessions where we can schedule the week yeah like normal adults yeah well um hopefully and um maybe i'll have a more uh Normal bedtime because of that? Probably not. Jesse's complaining because he had to go on the boat and had to watch beautiful fireworks put on for free every week and didn't get to bed till like 10.30. Poor Bobbins. Hey, I'm not 22 anymore. Okay, I'm pretty sure 90-year-olds can stay up till 10.30. Well, not me when I'm 90. Yeah, that's right. Jesse's going to be in bed at like 5.30. He complains when we eat dinner at 5.30, but now a couple of years he's going to be eating dinner at 3.30, tucked in for his nap, his his bedtime at 7, and just slowly creep up from there. Might drink, uh, start drinking like Earl Grey's tea or something. Yeah, maybe wake up with some Ovaltine and then end the day with Earl Grey tea. Your sleepy time tea. We do have sleepy time tea. It's yeah. really good. Yeah, if you ever uh, have trouble sleeping, Sleepy Time Tea is uh, pretty foolproof. I mean, it's not anywhere near as good as like taking like Tylenol PM followed with some Zequil, but it's decent if you don't want to, you know, risk overdose. Yeah, don't ever take medical advice from Jill. <laughs> Dude, the best night of sleep I ever got was when I took Tylenol PM and NyQuil. It was so good. That explains a lot. Yeah. Well, I just, you know, I don't get a lot of quality sleep. Explains your behavior. Okay. All right, what topics you got for us this week, Jesse? Okay, well, um, the only topic that I do have that I brought to the table was I went to Target recently. I think this was out you. No, you were probably there, weren't you? Why would you ever go to Target without me? Yeah, I think you were there. I don't remember. Cool. Anyways, um... (laughs) Once I told Jill, like, she was in the car once, and she's like, I was in the car when that happened, and and she goes... And I was like, well, why don't you be more memorable? That's awful. I don't mean that. Literally the worst. He was describing in detail something that happened to us, like, literally 12 hours earlier. (laughs) And I, like, thought it was when I was going to work. But... No, it was the night before we were... We I think we were headed to Target, actually. That might have been when we went to Target and I saw this. So, okay. So I saw that they, not, they aren't selling any sort of trading cards at Target. Any Target. And then I found out why. Because people, like, getting fights over them in the store. What? Sports cards, I guess Magic the Gathering cards, 
Any of those kind of, maybe even Pokemon cards. Oh, I do not doubt for a second that people get in fights over Pokemon cards. Yeah. Starting to have, like, the same kind of resurgence that uh, late 90s, early 2000s Pokemon cards. The Steam level. I guess. I never got into it. I watched Pokemon um, after I started playing Pokemon Go, and I got, like, three episodes in. And I just, I can't, it's, like, glorified dog fighting. Like, it's horrible. Yeah, I didn't really, you know, like, prog, or, uh, what's the word? I didn't really register that as a child, but now I'm like, oh, yeah. And that's why you grew up to be a sociopath. Well... Okay, so the one episode that really made me stop is Ash, like, found this trainer who had a sand shrew, and sand shrews are apparently, like, super afraid of water or something, so he made the sand shrew wear this, like, weird S&M bondage outfit for stuff. I don't know what the heck was happening. Um, And then if it, like, didn't do good enough, it had to, like, jump in water and Ash was like, oh, no, we need to save this tra- sand shrew. This guy's horrible. And the lesson at the end was the sand shrew actually loved the guy. And the guy was a good trainer. And you just need to respect different types of people who do things different than you. But it's like, dude, this guy was abusing his sand shrew. You do not respect that. Didn't he have, like, a bullwhip? Yeah. He, like, whipped his Pokemon. Like, no. Okay, if he's choosing to do positive reinforcement before the sand shrew does his little thing rather than after, okay, that is a thing you can respect. But forcing your sand shrew to jump into water when that's like the one thing it's terrified? Mm-mm, no. No, sir. Yeah, it was pretty awful. I wanted that guy to die. And apparently people don't die in Pokemon, but that guy needed to. I feel very strongly about it still. Yeah, that's one thing that separates it from Naruto. People definitely die in Naruto. Oh, yeah, they totally die in Naruto. And also, they don't abuse animals in Naruto. And it's really sad when the good guys die. Yeah, it is very sad. I think there's a lot more differences between Pokemon and Naruto. I don't know why that's the one you... I don't know. (laughs) Why you cling to that? I've just been really uh, having some, you know... Not too long ago, nostalgia for Naruto lately. It's it's probably because we recently went to Spencer's because I was buying Bachelorette goodies. And instead of looking at all the like penis games, Jesse just stared at Naruto merchandise. It was great. Yeah, it, that's probably, I'm going to guess that's what stirred up you thinking about Naruto more. Probably. Anyways, um, I've seen... Uh, a lot of anime, but nevertheless, carry on. Is there anything you, you heard in the, the news or going on that you want to talk about, Joe? I don't keep oh, up with the news. Oh, that's right, Joe. Okay. Uh, or is there anything you would like to talk about in general? This is why we need to have planning meetings. <laughs> so you don't put me on the spot like this. Is there anything you would like... Is there any? Okay. Well, this weekend we did have my future sister-in-law's bachelorette party. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was pretty fun. Um, We went went out to dinner, 
So I got to see where David took Pam on our, the, we went to the place where they had their first date and like where they went, um, at, like before he proposed or whatever, I think, I think he did that. Um, but then we went to a comedy show, which was like really fun and actually made me pretty excited to kind of get like, go see more comedy shows. Maybe I can actually see Jesse do some open mics. Cause I never actually got to see that in person. Um, and I was like crying. I was like crying off my fake eyelashes. I was laughing so hard at these comedians. Um, so it was really good. And then we played pool. And if anyone ever needs a head up, heads up, I'm very bad at pool. Like very, very bad at pool. You don't say. Yeah, you played me, haven't you? I don't remember. Okay. Well, I yeah, I just, I don't. I mean, I know what you're supposed to do. I just don't understand how you can like. Physically do it. do it? Yeah, it just, I mean, I, I get... You get the, what's supposed to happen, but yeah, you can't do it. Yes. And it's like, how can you aim on a ball? Like, I just don't... Don't you just hit it in the middle? I just, it, I just, I know you're not supposed to always hit it in the middle, because then it, like, whatever. It's just I, too precise. I'm too blind. I assume you're terrible at golf. And no, g- golf, you just, you're always supposed to hit the ball head on. Like, you don't have to, like, the the cue ball, you have to sometimes hit on the side so it veers a little to the other way. So then, it you know, like, it's very complex. I, I'm not great at golf because I'm not strong. I but, was, like, putting and stuff, I'm okay. I was pretty terrible, though. Yeah, I remember playing putt-putt with you. It was, it was real rough. Yeah, I won that. I beat you one time at putt-putt. Probably. Remember when we went to that original, like, 1950s putt-putt course? Oh, that was... But that, that was, was incredibly difficult. It was like, master's-level putt-putt. That was so hard. Yeah, I couldn't have. Yeah. That took us literally... I mean, it was great because you got your money's worth because it took literal hours to finish. This is in San Antonio, if anyone's interested. They have an original 1920s putt-putt course and then a 1950s. The 1950s is easier than the 1920s. So I don't know how anyone could ever play in the 1920s because the 50s one was hard enough as is. Sure. Okay. okay so um, one thing that was really nice, the Bachelorette, we did not stay overnight, which, mm. I mean, it would have been fun to stay overnight, but um, it was being able to come home and just like, I was pretty drunk, but it, like be home with my cats was really nice. And the good thing was we got to have our first like kind of wake up and just snuggle and watch TV for the first time in our new house. Because normally either Jesse wakes up at a different time than I do or like when I wake up I'm late so I'm always rushing around or whatever or he's at work. So we um got to do that and we, oh my gosh, we started this horrible series on HBO Max. And oh it, yeah. F-Boy Island and it just... It's got Nikki Glazer. She, she's from Kirkwood. Oh my gosh. It just made me want to gouge my eyes out. We couldn't even finish the first episode. Okay, first off, I just want to say, ladies, if you ever say, well, I feel like I owed him to blah, blah, blah. No, 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 no. That's no. abusive behavior. It's not even... You don't owe anyone anyway. Like, this girl was like, well, this guy put in a lot of effort to try to talk to me, so I felt like I owed him to give him some time in the VIP section. No, honey. 
He's in a competition. You don't owe him jack shit, okay? So as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, no, no, we cannot be watching this. What I think would be hilarious, so the premise is, is that there are 12 self-proclaimed F-boys, which, if you don't know what that is, just Google fuckboy, and you'll it's just basically a douchebag. Um, and then there's self-proclaimed nice guys, and you don't know which one's which. So And the girls don't either, so they're trying to figure out. And I guess at the end, whoever is left gets to choose between still dating the woman or like a hundred thousand dollars or something which i don't know how they're going to enforce if they choose the money how they're going to enforce them not just dating later and splitting the money i don't know whatever um but the premise is to see if they choose an f-boy or a nice guy but these girls are they're i don't know if it's a thing but they're fuck girls like listening to them i was like you are literally just as horrible as all these men please stop and our idea was to have like super hardcore feminists on <laughs> F Boy oh, Island. Yeah. Like it would be so funny to see all these hot douchebag men trying to date like Michelle Wolf. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> that would be hilarious. I'd a hundred percent watch that. Um, just because I mean they're just all full of themselves and full of bullcrap. Yeah. It's like how is this can't be real? Like no one can really think this. And Michelle Wolf would be like, oh honey. <laughs> no but no no, sir (laughs) it was nice to just like sit and snuggle so i feel like we're finally getting into like settling into life and all so what are your jesse so far what are like your favorite things about living in alton hit me with like three things okay um first and foremost i do enjoy that i live in the same town where the tallest man ever lived he literally never stops talking about this i think it's pretty cool we talked about this last episode too it's gonna be in every episode hey whatever man i i'm i'm <laughs> proud of that i'm not ashamed and I you're mean, proud of it you had nothing to do I with mean, it i mean i mean woman i'm trying to not say don't say woman all right woman i mean babe there babe i'm very proud that we live in the town where the tallest man ever lived is that better? It's better, but it still doesn't make any sense. How can you be proud of something you're not involved in? You just happen to be in the same locale. Um, I, I, I'm glad. I okay. like it. All right. Is that better? Yeah, that works. We'll, we'll let that I slide. I also like that the entire town rests upon a hill. I think that's kind of cool. It is pretty cool. It and makes driving a little difficult sometimes. Yeah, it does. And I like the... You know, there's Shivers, and there's a few good restaurants as well, but that's a fourth thing. But Shivers is a frozen custard place. Shout out at Shivers FC on Instagram. Yeah, we went there when Jesse stayed out too late. Part of it is because we went to Shivers and ate ice cream before we went and got on the boat. Well, part of it is the the fireworks started really late. I don't understand, but... um, Yeah, there's actually some really good restaurants in Alton and Alton's like super cute. I feel like we still have a lot of restaurants to explore. We haven't been to nearly, well, you might've since you go out with your coworkers every week, but we haven't been to like nearly, I feel like hardly any of them. Yeah. Well, Bluff City Grill, I don't feel like you're not missing out too much. It's kind of regular. Try it. It's kind of regular. 
We've been to Gentlands with your dad. Gentlands is great, yes. We've been to, um, what's that? I can't remember, the, the bistro place, so. Brown Bag? Yeah, bistro. Brown Bag oh. Bistro. There's some other places that, uh, Abby was talking about. I just can't remember the name of them. So, listeners, I have an idea for those of you with, uh, wider hips and thicker thighs. So, we went out to dinner at. <laughs> <laughs> we went out to dinner at um what is it bread co bakery or bakery brewery old ba- bakery brewery yeah so whatever so it's super hipster it's a really cute little thing their food is delish the drinks were good um the only thing is is that they have these stupid chairs that like all restaurants have now that the it's like You'll, you'd know exactly what I'm talking about if you saw them. They're like the metal chairs where the arms are welded to the chair. And so the arm thing comes down into your legs super close to like the knee part, like towards the front. So it really constrains. Um, they're not wide at all. So if you have a larger butt or wider hips or thicker thighs, it's like physically painful for me to sit in them. Like... Mm. I have to sit on the edge of the seat because those things dig into me like they have literally left bruises before. So whatever. People can fat shame all they want. It's not too much to ask to have a comfortable seat. Like you don't have to use those chairs. There's plenty of other chairs that people can fit in. Okay. So I have experienced this a lot at restaurants so I thought of making an app <clears throat> Jesse thinks it sounds sexual but an app where you can rate whether a place has fat people friendly seating or not because I don't want to waste my time going to a restaurant giving them my money when they choose chairs that literally cause me pain that like, wasn't sexual was the name no that, okay sexual. yeah but I don't I'm giving you money I want to be comfortable Okay. What was so, the name again? Fat ass or pass. Yeah, that's definitely <laughs> sexual. <laughs> but you can know if you got a fat ass that it's fat ass approved or pass. Like, don't go there. They have shitty chairs and they only want skinny people there so they can just fuck right off. It's like okay? the dirty name for Tinder. And then I thought a big booty or bounce. Same thing. And <laughs> Jesse said that sounded even worse. Yeah, it's urban then. <laughs> I don't know I, if you could say that either. The Based people we were out with did not think this app was going to fly, but I think it's. I would use it. Like a free crowdsource app where like, if you self-identify as having hips or thighs above a certain circumference or whatever, like did you fit in that chair? Was it comfortable? Did they have alternative seating that you could choose? Hey, people need to know that, okay? Well, the people that we were with may have been a little, you know, Puritan. Slightly. Okay, John. Well, we were with John and Lindsay. Lindsay just doesn't understand. Well, Lindsay, you know. And I don't know. I actually have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, I'm just saying. John is just doesn't matter. Spiteful. Yeah, he's very (laughs) contrarian. He he wants to go against anything you say at all times. Unless you're right. He supports a lot of things I say, just not a lot of things you say, Jesse. Oh, um, yeah. Jeez. <laughs> he, he, 
support but some like, of the shit I say. Okay, so Yelp, I feel like Yelp has something where it's like wheelchair, like you can filter by like wheelchair accessibility or something like that. Because like people have to know, just can you get into that restaurant or just, not? It's just right into Yelp. Get them to make a category yeah, for they, you. They pro- I, a filter. That'd be nice. Wide chairs. Wide chairs. So we went to another place. It was a it wasn't or, a horrible night. Or like, you could bring your own chair. Oh yeah, that sounds great. I love carrying around a camping chair to spend money somewhere else. At that point, why don't I just stay home and cook? Well, yeah. All right, let's not get into the gender roles. I could cook more often. Yeah, yeah, damn straight you could. All right. I'm not your better. I heard you clanging around there while I was still in bed and I was hoping you were making breakfast. No, he was just pouring himself a bowl of cereal. I was putting the dishes away. I didn't oh, yeah, do thank it last you. night. Thank you. Oh, yeah, because he didn't do it last night when I asked. Thank you, baby. You did I so forgot. great. I don't know. Sorry, I was watching dumb movies. breakfast. Mo- I was watching dumb movies. Yeah, I know. Um, I forgot what I was talking about. Oh, well. Doesn't matter. All right, so... um. Do you want to do a kitty corner now, or do no, you want to get keep... your joke of the week over with? <laughs> okay, so uh, this joke of the week is is um if you well, I guess this is kind of true though, but um if you get the Delta variant, does that mean you can't fly on Delta anymore? Crickets. Oh my gosh, Jesse! No, edit that joke out. I'm serious. Really? I I I enjoy the the bombs. Also, get some kind of feedback as well. Oh I'd gosh. rather keep it in. It doesn't. Oh my gosh! It would make more sense if you said if you get the Delta variant, does that mean you're only eligible to fly on Delta? Not why would you be excluded from Delta? I don't know. He folks. Tell him he needs to workshop these jokes with me. But then you wouldn't get my... Well, I couldn't have said the one I've already put on social media. Yeah. Unless people want to hear that one again. But I don't think they do. Just say it. Just say it. Well... (laughs) (laughs) That one was actually made me giggle when I read it. Um, So, um, I'm glad I'm vaxxed now. Because now I can drink Coronas again. See, that's stupid, but it kind of makes sense. Unlike the Delta one. I don't know. I didn't see how I was going to put that one together. I just kind of thought... Yeah, you could... Uh, I just was trying to one plus one type deal there. And the Delta's okay. You just got to workshop that. Okay. Um. Or you... I don't know. You could make jokes about, like, if you get the Delta variant, all of a sudden you find out all your clothes are somehow still went to Atlanta... Instead of back in your closet. That's terrible. Okay, shut up. <laughs> this is harder than it looks, folks. Yeah. You, jokes aren't easy to make. I, I don't know. I doesn't all the baggage on Delta even, go to Atlanta? Even like, all right, let's say I made you laugh with a joke. It completely translates different on stage. And you know what also doesn't work? You know how you're like, rehearse, rehearse. You know, when we do the... For the stand-ups, you sound... 
I sound like I'm doing a play when I do that up there. It doesn't go well at all. No, I listened to you the few times you rehearsed, and it sounded way better. I don't know. I, 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 if are I you, say it verbatim. Are you, are you telling me that you think professional comedians do not rehearse? They are funny because they put on the show eight thousand times in a row. No, they, yeah, they rehearse it, but they don't like. They don't know the words verbatim. They like they have like a they have like a like bullet points I and do. then they go off that. I listen to these guys' podcasts. That's what they do. Oh my gosh, I cannot I just don't believe that. Alright. Every time Jim Gaffigan tells a hot pocket thing, it's basically the same with just a few words different. Well exactly. A few words is not the same as you still can't just be like, okay, say Hot Pocket, and then get to Delta. Well, the main line of the joke probably should have the, the same words, but all every the fluff around it might be different. Yeah. A the, lot of the time. The thing is, you your jokes don't have fluff. You don't have fluff in your jokes, so you don't have anything to not rehearse. Yeah, you got a point. Yeah, you're more like Dimitri Martin. Which is like ironically, him. yeah, I don't like him either. All right. <laughs> Damn, so I'm gonna suck. <laughs> Damn, he's irrelevant now. He was That's big too for bad. a little bit. Uh, you're, to me, you are funnier than Dimitri Martin. Wasn't he on a uh, Fire Concord? No, that wasn't. No, that. no, no. That was. I was thinking of the pawn shop guy. Was no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah that wasn't him. No. no, I don't know who that guy. His, I think his name is Dimitri, though. He might have been on an episode. I don't know. I don't think so. No, he's totally. Can you? Can you... Okay. Um. Okay. So, so, that was joke of the thing. So we're done. We're over with that. Um. Next up is. Can I do Jill's Kitty Corner? Yep. Okay. Welcome to Jill's Kitty Corner. Okay, Jesse took it to a negative space, people. Sorry about that. That's where I live most of the time. Okay, so Jill's Kitty Corner. We don't have a lot of updates, except that, of course, within like two weeks of moving in, there's a stray cat that has decided that it lives here. And um, it's very friendly, so I think it's owned by someone. But the first time we saw it, it was, like, outside our garage, and it, like, ran over to get pets from us. And I noticed it still has its intact balls. Um, So, obviously... Big balls. They're not that big. I've seen bigger. But they are... I mean, either he is a big... Did have huge balls, and he has a big empty sack, or he has normal-sized cat balls. So... I am, like, determined to get him neutered because I don't want to pull up in my driveway and find, like, a dead kitten that's been run over or a kitten dying of an eye infection because, fun fact, most kittens born in the wild die a very horrible, painful, gruesome death from worms and eye infections that then, like, explode and spread to their brain. So, and yeah, well, you brought it here with the hiss, okay? You 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 set up the All negativity. Right. Okay. Anyways, so level. <laughs> it's reality. Um. So anyway, so he came into our yard 
I don't know how he got into our yard. We have a big old fence that kept dogs in and everything. And he was just lounging, laying on our concrete, living his best life, roll all over in the dirt, getting his bell bell up in the air. And then I walked over to the door. I'm partially afraid he used to live here and these people just left him because when I walk over to the door on our back sun porch and said, hey, baby, he strolled right up to the door like I was going to open it and let him in. And I was like, "Um, no, no. Luther was like ready to like go at it. It was not going to have it. But I figure since he's in our yard now, I legally can take him to get his balls cut off right even if someone else owns him like he's on my property so i'm in charge of his reproductive rights no no clue not your lawyer here i'm gonna say yes and if this goes to court i'm gonna need the listeners to back me up on this okay he was in my yard he's now my cat yeah well your brother doesn't have reciprocity to illinois so he can't represent you if that's what you find listeners back me up Okay, and that's it for Jill's Kitty Corner. Um, also, uh, to, to take uh, some housekeeping. So um, this, week ep- this week's episode will mark the first new instrumental for the podcast. I re-recorded another instrumental due to listener feedback, and I took heed. It's Got a little a very, defensive at A first. little defensive, but... That's how I operate generally, and it's probably not healthy, but live in your arm. This is also called Ramblin' Ronald's, a.k.a. Therapy Time. Therapy Time. We talked through all our problems right here. Hey, I, I, hey, I, I tried to work myself to a more positive, better mm-hmm. person. Yes. Um, and uh, also, you know, uh, other than that, I think that is everything I was going to mention uh so uh you can find the pike or make sure you uh follow the new instagram account ramblin runnels and you can also follow or and send uh emails for content that any content you want to ramblin runnels at gmail.com so far the new the new Instagram account has about 50 followers, which is pretty good, I think, within the first week of or two weeks of making the account. So, um, good progress so far. My And uh, you can follow all my other accounts if you want. My other Instagram account, uh, jesse.runnels. My Twitter account, jesse underscore runnels. And on Facebook, jesse runnels. And... Uh, you can find the podcast wherever you listen to podcast, And, um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this week's episode. And uh, goodbye. Bye.